Hey, this is Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com, and uh, I have some more thoughts to follow up on the MP3s I've been doing the last few days. I'm not going to do uh, a build, uh, an MP3 every day. <laughs> I feel a little silly. But um, but I know people are uh, really upset about the outcome of the election, and uh, I do want to, to offer thoughts as I... Uh, I have to pick up my stones here just to keep my head clear. Um... I do want to offer thoughts as they occur to me, and I was just listening to uh, one of my favorite podcasts called uh, uh, "Backstory," uh, and it's it's from uh, I don't know Virginia Public Radio or something, and and it's um, these three history professors, and uh, they're talking about called the History Guys, and they and they each focused on a different century, and two of them were uh, talking about you know. Historical context of this, and I just got stirred to uh, to think about something. Um, you know, you no know, historical context for electing somebody who's not prepared. That that kind of idea, uh, and and how divisive, and and how so many people haven't um, really listened to that that voice of the people who are afraid of feeling disenfranchised and, and don't want things to work the way they, you know, who don't want expertise, who don't want people who know what they're doing to be making the decisions that, you know, listening to all that stuff. And I'll say, before I continue, I'll just say that I've been doing MP3s. Um, uh, there's a, a Trump karmic profile called uh, hating intolerance, retrograde Mars, Trump karmic profile from uh, like four months ago from the summer, and then there is a Trump update about his relationship to the collective, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that today, just a little bit, uh, in a different focus, but um, but that from October 17th, uh, these are all on SoundCloud and free, and then I did one the other day, the world is not going to shit on election day, and then yesterday, the day after, on November 9th, I did uh, now what? So anyway, if this, if you want um, what I hope is a voice of sanity from a grounded place, including some spiritual perspectives. Check those MP3s out so you can understand how me and my channeling head uh, understand what's happening and 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 uh, you know offering different ways of of uh, kind of you know grappling with what is actually occurring in 3D and how and how um you know how that makes us feel how it makes a lot of people feel half the country of course. So today, um, what, I, what I'm going to talk about is um, I'm going to lead off with kind of not telling you a joke that I kind of have kind of not told <laughs> recently. Um, some people will um, compare uh, Trump to Hitler, and other people will say, I refuse to do so, I've never done so. Well, here's my little joke. The only difference between Trump and Hitler is that Trump has no backbone. This is not to admire and honor Hitler is just to point out the fact that Trump is noise. The overcompensation for his self-esteem problems that has him where he is, that's what this arc is about. And that's what these other MP3s include. Especially the Trump update where I talk about the astrological signatures of how we can see in his birth chart that he is so energetically sensitive and so worried about what other people think of him. So right now, as president-elect, he is undoubtedly basking in the sun, the sunlight that he thinks is a validation of who he is. You know, 
in one perspective, it's really a validation that he can make a lot of noise and and monger fear, be a fear monger, <laughs> mongerer, uh, as I said the other day. It, it's a validation of something. It's a validation of his twelfth house Pluto's role in the collective, but it's it's not a validation of what he thinks it is. Anyway, he's got this. Uh, he is a personality construct to get attention so he can prove he's right. And of course, what is behind that is intense vulnerability, insecurity, and fear. So he's going to, you know, let's say that he makes it through the next, I don't know, what is it, 70 days or whatever. Uh, Let's say that everything goes as expected, transfer of power, etc., uh, let's say that he actually picks people to be in a cabinet. You know, let's say that he actually plays by the rules. You know, we all know he's going to find out the limits of ego. Being elected to the highest office in the land doesn't mean you can do whatever you want. So that's one thing that we need to remember now, as it's so easy and seductive to slip into fear and disgust and panic and hopelessness and despair and anger, just all the anger that comes, and anger always comes from pain. So first, he's going to find out the limits. Other people exist. For that reason, he will become more human. Okay, that's A. B, (laughs) he is going to, I think that a lot of things are going to make him more human if he actually serves in the office. Like, you know, just assuming everything goes as planned, he will actually become more like a person because he now has the responsibility. Okay, anyway, I don't want to get too far off on that. I just want to talk about this idea of the backbone. Think about all the things he said that he has gone back on. Use this as consolation that he doesn't have the conviction to do probably 80% of the terrible things he talks about. It's just noise. He's making noise... So he's the loudest person in the room. This is the uh, classic or stereotypical, it's unfortunate, it's sad when you see it. Sometimes it's funny, but when you really see the energy of it, it's always sad. Somebody who's taking up all the air in the room, who's making noise to be the loudest, so he doesn't have to be alone with himself and what he thinks about himself. So one one of my offerings about understanding this issue you know, yet the collective, how seductive it is to go into fear, and people haven't been listened to for a long time, so now the, yes, it's a referendum on, you know, do I have the right to be angry, which is to say afraid, scared shitless, that I don't know if my job's safe, I don't know, you know. Um, when all those all those facts, actually, like, all that, you know, rhetoric is, is not based in fact, which 50% of the people understand. But he makes noise so that he has the attention of the room. So now that he's got it, there's nowhere to go from here. Like, I don't even think eventual title and role of, like, ambassador to visiting aliens will be better than U.S. president. So he doesn't have anywhere to go. He has now arrived at the apex that he thinks validates who he is. So there's tons of lessons in here for us about ego. Uh, Ego is not a four-letter word in multiple senses. 
we have to have ego, but if we align it with heart and spirit and what feels like truth, then we can actually get shit done. You can't get anything useful done if you don't have an ego. So he's showing us this un, ungrounded, untethered, you know, mind-centered bully ego, but he's doing it because he feels so small inside. He has no conviction. So he has the ability to change the world insofar as antagonizing people. What, he, what The effect that he will actually have is antagonizing people into activism of all kinds, into being kinder to each other. I, I talked, I think, a few weeks ago. Uh, I was watching the, um, I guess, the second debate with my girlfriend and, and just the energy of, of him, but also both the clients, just the like mind-centered rhetorical, uh, you know, insults and defenses and all that stuff. I just kept looking over at her um, with with love in my eyes because I wanted to generate something nice in the face of it. This is something that Trump can serve the collective. Okay. But he's not going to be able, for different reasons, to follow through on all these things. Let's say that he actually appoints a special prosecutor, follows through, and ha- and tries to uh, send uh, Hillary Clinton to prison. Let's say that he picks that one thing. Many, many other things are not ever going to get addressed. And then what he'll do, because he always shifts blame to other people, he will talk about how the system doesn't doesn't let real leadership express itself. So in a sense, as people you know, freak the shit out about him being elected. Um, He's not going to be able to have the kind of impact that you fear he will. It's certain things, yes. Uh, Assuming everything goes according to plan and he appoints justices to the Supreme Court, that is big, that is major. The day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month international relations thing, that is huge. But there are many things that we fear he may do that he does not have the conviction to do, even if during the campaign or over the last 20 or 30 years, he's said it. You have to understand what's really going on emotionally and energetically with someone who feels so empty inside. He's got to make this much noise. He will bark at people. He will order people around. He will will bang his hand on uh, his fist on the table and make demands at negotiations. He will insult, you know, he'll do all those terrible things because he's a, his inner kid runs his life and is having a temper tantrum. So, you know, you know, people who hunger for power, it's never enough. And I just said, he's at the apex of what would be available uh, to somebody in this country. I think, again, I think that ambassador to the visiting aliens in a few years, I think that'll be a great job, but not the same. You know, it's certainly not on Trump's radar as something desirable. So he's in the apex of it. So now he gets to see what it really means to be in charge, what it really costs, what people expect of you, and what it actually means that he's taken, assuming everything goes according to plan, that he's taken responsibility for performing this role. So, yeah, his thought process will be messed up. You know, it will be ungrounded and untethered. It He will begin with us versus them. I'm not saying that it's going to be rosy. But it's not going to be as bad as you think it is. 
because he has no backbone. He makes noise. And he bullies and intimidates, and that's how, in the feedback he gets, other people's fear, he thinks is admiration and respect. So uh, I also have another joke from years ago. Actually, I have several jokes about Hitler. I'll just I'll just share them with you here because uh, apparently I'm not going to pursue my my. Uh, I don't even want to do comedy, but whatever, it keeps coming up. I, I don't even want to do it. Um, uh, my joke was and this is like ten years ago, twelve years ago. I said, um, you know that Hitler guy, uh, except for his politics, man, you gotta you gotta respect him. He was such a go getter. He's very ambitious, right? That's that's kind of joke. You know, like like as, uh, politics aside, that guy really went after what he wanted. That's a great quality. And the other the other joke is um he really ruined that mustache for everybody. <laughs> he really ruined that mustache for everybody. So, and actually when I see uh rings in the nose, I I I tend to notice those rings more in women. Um but I know that men get them too. They're kind of like bull ring in the nose, you know, when they're dark colored, like they're nickel or they're whatever, they're darker colored. They look like, they can look like little Hitler mustaches. And so I always think about that joke. He, he really ruined that. He ruined that name for everybody too. Um, so anyway, Trump has no conviction. He's not fueled by a desire to see the world a certain way. He's not, you know, ambitious in the way that actually gets things done. So as president, he's going to find out that there are presidents of other countries. He's going to find out that there are legislators. He's going to find out the limits, like the, what is built into the U.S. Constitution about the presidency that necessarily and naturally limits ego. I do also uh, feel strongly that when people need to be shaken up and a collective needs to be awakened and to choose to become empowered, that there's a, there has to be some friction. There has to be someone poking the sleeping bear. <laughs> and uh, and um, that's really, you know, from a collective point of view, it, that is a more important function than any office he might hold or any company he might run or any TV show he might fire people from. You need to be awakened. You need to realize that, A, as I talked about in, in, in the What Now podcast, stop giving your power to what's going on in society. Your power isn't in what law is on the books or what isn't, what law isn't on the books. If you decide that you have the right to make your choices and you are not, you know, trying to nestle snugly under the wing of a corporate or governmental authority, Yes, here's my Uranus wake-up call. If you're not trying to surrender your power as an individual making free will choices, then this decision actually means very little. And then you're going to say, well, but I um, I was finally able to marry my partner because a law was passed, and is that under jeopardy? Uh, how do I, you know, you're going to say, but I don't know I'm safe. Your brain is going to say to me, but I don't know if I'm really safe. I don't know if my lifestyle, if my marriage, if my whatever, whatever it is. And that's fine. But if you think that 
your union, in the case of same-sex marriage, if you think that your union with another person is valid because you have a piece of paper, then you have given your power to the culture, to the society, to the government, to the legislature, or the Supreme Court. What are, like You've given your power to that. If your partnership, like, and this is true of everything, this is true of everything. I, I, I've had clients over the years who say stuff like, um, I'm doing A for a living. I'd really like to do B for a living, but I just don't think I can get there because of, and they name some external circumstance. I don't think society pays artists. I'm pretty clear that you can't make money doing that. And I, and I say to them, look at who you're talking to. I made up a job. I'm an astrologer, a channel, and a medium. I meditate. I pull out information from the ethers. I articulate it as best I can. I put out MP3s. I do readings for people. I do healings. I write books. Because I'm not giving my power to earn money to anybody else. I'm developing the conviction that I have the right to do what I need to do. So so we're all in this so enough about me. We're all in this position of now being challenged to evaluate to what we've given our power and how that plays out in our day-to-day lives. Who we think we are. If you're, if you, let's go, let's go back to the same-sex marriage thing. I don't think that's going to be overturned. I just don't think it will be. But let's just say um, it never happened in the first place. Well, let's just say it got turned over. Let's just say it's overturned. Sorry, okay, a little hedging here. Um, it's up to you to validate yourself and your partnership. I know that there are tax and healthcare implications. I know all that. But the reality of your feeling about your life, your situation, what works for you, what is true for you. And this is the transition from the Piscean age to the Aquarian age. A massive behind the scenes, uh, uh, it's like the, 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 the stage set is being reorganized slowly. Like the, the people all in black between scenes are quietly moving things, you know, on the stage. And nobody else is going to validate you but you. So anyway, back to the backbone thing. Uh, I have karmic memories of making shit happen in society. And I have karmic memories of not feeling strong enough to do it. I, I have karmic memories of making decisions. And I know the signature of somebody who actually has ambition that's rooted in something real. This uh, Trump has, has none of that. He's overcompensating. He doesn't believe anything he says. What he truly does believe, and I'm not going to come out with a string of insults or degradations, what I, I think he does believe is, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I see this in his um, basking, gloating, orange face, that moon and Sagittarius conjunct the fourth house south node, I think he truly does believe that family is important. <laughs> I believe that he strongly believes that. And I think that, as I said, coming into the highest office in the land and, uh, you know, being the person who's making decisions and the person, you know, I think that that will change him. And I think that some of that kind of reality check about what's really important, not the bluster of angry rhetoric, not the insults and the threats and accusations, 
I was actually listening to uh, something else recently. Uh, I don't remember what, what podcast. I, I'm, I'm still in bed with my foot up, so I, or my knee off my knee, so I have a lot of time. Um, that's why I'm doing these MP3s <laughs> every day, um, pontificating from my bed. Uh, at least I'm dressed. Uh, okay. Anyway, so um, they're talking about how talking with a oh, it was a fresh air interview from yesterday, and it was this guy who's a political reporter. Uh, for I can't remember the Atlantic or something like that, and he used to write speeches for Jimmy Carter when he was younger, and in one of the speeches, this guy wrote um, something that basically maligned the character of Nixon, who had of course resigned in shame, and and uh, Carter said we don't say we don't say we talk about policy, we talk about decisions. We talk about philosophy and politics. We don't we don't malign character. We don't say someone's a traitor, something like that. Well, Trump is calling Trump calls people traitors. That's actually that's actually a really serious offense. But he doesn't know that yet. He doesn't understand that. Um, and so it's just noise. It's all noise. So I, I think it's a good idea for everyone who is aware of what's happening, right? Who's not out of it or I'm not being a smartass. Anyone who's not out of it or in a coma or developmentally challenged. I'm just saying everybody who's aware of all this stuff. Um, it's a really good idea to look at what you find important, what matters to you, what do you value, and focus on creating something in accordance with and growing from that to stem the tide of anger, to step back from being angry. Remember, always remember that all anger comes from pain and the fear of more pain. So if you can do anything that is creative, as in investing in the present to create a future, creative doesn't have to be... I take this image from Albert Camus. I did my thesis on him in school, and he's kind of, he's kind of one of my heroes, because all the existentialists would say... Life is meaningless, it's terrible, and you're going to be depressed, it sucks. And he said, okay, given that's true, you actually can every day create a sense of meaningfulness and purposefulness in your life. So what are you going to do about the fact that the external world does not have the meaning you need? So it's about being creative. Now, he was a journalist who who worked on social issues. Like one of his beats was uh, writing about... um, he was he was French Algerian, right? So he was born in Algeria to French colonial parents, and um, he wrote on behalf of the colonized population. That was creative to him. Yes, he wrote plays and novels and blah blah blah, and did theater and blah blah blah. But to him, creative was in putting your energy toward what matters to you. That's an act. There's an act of creativity, and for him and for me, this has saved my life a billion times since I was 18. Uh, it, to, to make that decision every day is the only way to have meaning. So regardless of who is elected to office, regardless of you know what's going on in the news and the fear that's fe- the anger and the vitriol and the inv- invective as a client of uh, a client of mine who keeps using that word in emails the last few days invective. The more that stuff is happening, I remind you you have a choice every day what energy you vibrate. You have a choice to interpret through your human eyes as well as through your spiritual eyes what these events and what these realities mean.
And always remember that backdrop of Pluto and Capricorn. Structures crumble so that you step up and own the power to make the right decisions for yourself at the right times for the right reasons, etc. So thanks for your time and attention. Uh, it's a little shorter today. Thank God. You guys are going to get sick of me. Uh, you can read about what I'm up to at tdjacobs.com. Uh, I don't know if I said this at the beginning, but um, there's a lot of channeled audio, including energy work MP3s and energetically programmed crystals on tdjacobs.com that will help you keep the frequency you want, upgrade it, clear your energy field, especially of all the crap floating around in the, in the uh, collective that's anger, fear, hate, and uh, depression, and panic. So take care of yourself, and I'll talk to you again soon.